Laura, are you ready for an adventure? Yes, Leo, let's go! I'm gonna go full steam, I'm gonna chase my dreams. I feel so alive, I'm gonna live a big life. Big life. The Big Life Kids Podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. We create engaging resources to help kids develop a growth mindset so they can face life's challenges with confidence. Come check out our journals, printable kits, and posters at BigLifeJournal.com. Hey, Big Life Kids. Are you an explorer just like us? You can use the Big Life Journal Daily Edition to record your adventures and plan new missions. Find it at BigLifeJournal.com. Welcome one and all to the world's finest hop-on, hop-off boat tour. Cannonball dive! Whoa! Easy there, Brian. You don't have to hop off right away. But nice cannonball. <coughs> Leo, can you help that man out of the water? Batman? Where? No, that man. Sorry about this, everyone. We'll be moving on with the tour any second now. Once everyone is back on the boat. Uh, here, sir. Grab hold of this inflatable flamingo. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the tour. Leo, hit the music. Hitting. As I was saying, this is the best hop-on, hop-off boat tour in the Caribbean. Once we get to the next island, then you can hop off. And which island will we be hopping off at, Zara? Thanks for asking, Leo. We'll be exploring the beautiful, majestic, mountainous island of... Haiti! But before we reach land, let's learn more about the amazing sea life swimming all around us. Leo, take it away. Friends, amigos, amis... If you take a look to your right, you will notice the ocean. Haiti has one of the most biodiverse oceans in the world. It's home to thousands of tropical fish and an endangered coral reef that Haitian divers are working hard to protect. It's also home to many different sea mammals, such as whales, manatees, and dolphins. If you listen carefully, you should be able to hear some diving right ahead of us. I was so lucky. These are some of Haiti's friendliest sea creatures. There's a special word for dolphins who live and play together in harmony. And that word is... Um... Leo, can you pass me my notes? Oh, sure. Here. Thanks. Ah, ah here it is. When dolphins play in groups, it's called a pod formation. And here are some of Haiti's laziest sea creatures, the manatees. Manatees love to float around all day and munch on seagrass, and that's about it. They move so slowly that moss grows on their bodies. In some parts of the world, they're known as sea cows. The sea cow's closest living relative is the elephant. They actually look kind of similar, and they're both vegan. Manatees are truly one of a kind. They live underwater, but they have hair on their bodies. They have toenails, but no toes. Let's hear it for the sea cows. 
Tomorrow will tell us more about the amazing history of the island itself and Haiti's people. Haiti has one of the most important stories of bravery in the Americas. If you look to the mainland, you can see Haiti's famous castle, the Citadel La Ferrière, which represents the liberty and freedom of the Haitian people. Fun fact! The Citadel is also home to the largest collection of cannonballs in the world. <sighs> Very good, Brian. Uh, not to worry, everyone. It's just a tropical rain shower. It should stop any minute. Oh, no. The ink is bleeding onto the paper. I can't see my tour notes. Uh, this might be a good time for refreshments. Here, have these papaya drinks. Why would drinks help us now? I put umbrellas in them. I don't think you're supposed to put life-sized umbrellas in the drinks, but I guess these will keep us covered from the rain. Enjoy, everyone! Thanks, Leo. Now, on with the tour. Did I mention that this is the best hop-on, hop-off boat tour in the Caribbean? Whoa! Sara, look! A super yacht! Is that a barbecue? They've got a swimming pool, too! And a water slide into the sea! Wow, that's... cool. I wish I was on that boat. Whoa! Me too! Wait! Don't leave, Brian! It's not time to hop off yet! Bye, Brian! Have fun! Oh, boy. Uh... <clears throat> uh We'll be at the shore in no time, where we will continue the most exciting part of the tour. Zara, did our engine just cut out? I think so. Uh, big giant boat! Please help us! Our engine just cut out! They're gone. Hey, look! Some local fishermen! Maybe they can help us? Catch the rope, Leo! <clears throat> Got it! Miss Yampil! Thank you very much! Where did you learn Haitian Creole? I memorized some of your notes. I have a photographic memory. That would have been useful to know earlier. Phew! Thank goodness these fishermen were here to pull us back to shore. Woohoo! A special thank you to our new fisherman friends. Messy! That was quick. Permission to hop off, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Harbor Market. Don't forget, the next part of the tour starts in 14 seconds. So if you'd like to come along, meet us here when Leo blows this conch shell. I wonder where they're going. It looks like they're heading towards the super yacht we saw earlier. Do you think any of them are going to join us in the second part of the tour? I hope so. I'll blow the conch to get our tour group's attention. Anybody? There they go. On the super yacht. And not one of them wanted to join our tour. Or maybe they just wanted to meet some new people. And go to a barbecue pool party. On a super yacht. Maybe they don't like us. I'm sure that's not true, Leo. Sometimes people just have different opinions and interests. But why aren't they interested in our tour? We gave them umbrellas and everything. Nothing's wrong with our tour. 
but we can't make them do it. Why not? There are just some things we can control and some things we can't. Actually, there's a story about a girl from Haiti who discovered a way to deal with the things she couldn't control. Edwidge Danticat was born in Port-au-Prince, the exciting capital of Haiti. Port-au-Prince is a bright and busy city where the houses on the hillside are painted all kinds of pinks, blues, yellows, and greens. For most of her childhood, Edwidge lived with her aunt and uncle because her mom and dad had gone to New York to find work. Even though her parents were far away, they wrote to her as often as they could. And Edwidge was able to enjoy each day by listening to the radio, eating big bowls of spaghetti, and feeling part of her Port-au-Prince community. When Edwidge was 12 years old, she flew to New York to join her parents. She was nervous, but also excited. Edwidge hadn't seen them in many years, and she even had two new siblings that she had never met before. <laughs> new York was completely different from Port-au-Prince. Edwidge found it difficult to fit in, and one of the things she used to enjoy, she now dreaded. School. Every day, the other kids teased her because of where she was from and the way she dressed. They made fun of her for being different. Edwidge's teacher would even let the Haitian kids out of school early so that they could avoid the bullies on the way home. The unkind words of other kids made Edwidge wish she could escape New York and go back in time and back to Port-au-Prince. Edwidge sometimes wondered why all this was happening to her. She didn't choose for her family to be immigrants in a new place, and sometimes she wished they had never left Haiti at all. Edwidge had never experienced racism before. Racism is when you think, do, or say mean things towards someone who looks differently to you or comes from a different place. Whenever Edwidge was feeling hurt by the mean words of others, her parents reminded her that even though she couldn't stop other people from calling her names, she could control her own mindset. What they say is not who you are. Edwidge thought about this and decided to learn more about her own culture and where she came from. She discovered that Haiti was the first country in the Americas to say no to slavery. The people of Haiti refused to be bullied by others. They decided to take control and they became the first black republic in the world. It made Edwidge feel brave and powerful to know that she came from a place of strong people. Knowing her own history was an important part of feeling confident and controlling how she felt about herself. Edwidge realized that she didn't need to focus on what other people thought. Instead, she could focus on her own skills. Reading and writing were her superpowers. And once Edwidge knew this, her days became more fun. 
When she was 14, Edwidge wrote a story about the first day she arrived in the United States. The other kids talked to her about her story. They liked it. But the most important thing was that Edwidge liked it. So she decided to enter a writing contest. And when she did, something amazing happened. Her story was in the top three of all entries. Edwidge is now a professional writer and her stories are known and loved around the world. There are still people who say things about her books that she doesn't like, but Edwidge knows that you can't control how people will react to you or your work. So long as you like and enjoy what you're creating, that's all that matters. By sharing tales of Haitian culture and immigrant experiences, Edwidge is helping people to learn more about each other so that the world can become a kinder, fairer place. Throughout her life, Edwidge has learned that no matter what situation you are in, the best thing you can do is to focus on what you can control. The more you learn, the more fun you can have, and the closer you will get to discovering what you love, just like Edwidge did. Wow, Edwidge is a really inspiring person. I like the way she's able to let go of what other people say or do. She just focuses on her own actions. It's funny when you think about how many things happen in a day that you can't control. Like our tour. First, one of our guests jumped overboard. Then it started pouring with rain. Even the dolphins and the manatees appeared by accident. That was the happiest accident of the day. I guess when you accept that not everything can go exactly to plan, you can relax and enjoy what is going right. Hmm. I'm still kind of disappointed that some people would rather sit on a yacht than take our awesome tour of Haiti. Well, I know two people who would like to go on our tour. Huh? Who? Us. You're right. We can still have the funnest tour ever. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the tour. I'm joined by Leo. And I'm joined by Zara. This part of the tour celebrates the everyday heroes of Haiti. The people who make the most of what they've got, no matter what. Let's sample the work of these talented barbecue chefs. Try this roast plantain, Leo. Mmm, sweet and delicious. Next up, Check out the iron workers who create amazing sculptures and artwork from scratch. And now for the final stop of our tour, the most amazing sculpture in Haiti. Whoa, it's so lifelike. This is the Heros de Vercieres, also known as the Freedom Monument. These metal sculptures of men and women represent all of the Haitians who took control of their country's future and succeeded against the odds. Wow. They look so normal. I guess that's because Haiti's heroes are normal people. Like the fishermen who towed our boat when we needed help. And the divers who protect the coral reefs. And the barbecue cooks who made those amazing flavors. And the iron workers who made these incredible statues. Let's hear it for the Haitian heroes who make the best of each day. Come rain 
or shine? Let's hear it for Haiti! Hey, Big Life Kids! What's your favorite way of being kind to others? Kindly tell us about it in a review on Apple Podcasts. Nawe Pita! Until next time! Life Kids Podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. Go to biglifejournal.com and use promo code BIGLIFEKIDS to get your growth mindset journal with a 15% discount. If you like this podcast and want more episodes, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast. See you in the next episode. Big